CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 3rd of March 2024. Here are the main news headlines. The calling notice for the RSGB's 2024 AGM is now online. New HF beacons list released by the RSGB's Propagation Studies Committee. The next RSGB tonight at 8 webinar is coming up. The calling notice for the RSGB's 2024 AGM is now online. The notice includes the resolutions and information about the three nominated directors who are being put forward for endorsement by RSGB members. You can also read the minutes of last year's AGM. Voting opens on Wednesday the 13th of March. On that same day, you'll be able to submit a question for the RSGB board by a web form or register to ask a question via video or Zoom. For more information, go to the Society's website at rsgb.org. The RSGB's Propagation Studies Committee has released a new HF beacon list with the 10-metre band listing completely revamped. The old list which was started by Martin Harrison, G3USF, Silent Key, has been added to over the years but was getting out of date. The only way to make it more accurate was to start again. The Propagation Studies Committee made use of the reverse beacon network, which wasn't available when the list was originally created, plus listeners' contributions from around the world. The new beacon list can be found on the RSGB pages under Beacons. Have you wondered what happens to a VHF National Field Day? What happens at, I should say, a National Field Day? Would you like to take part in one in this month's tonight webinar? On Monday the 4th of March, the RSGB offers two different perspectives. Firstly, RSGB VHF Contest Committee member Richard, G4HGI, will talk about how the RSGB VHF Contest Committee uses the VHF survey and other tools to formulate the rules and calendar for all VHF contests with specific emphasis on VHF National Field Day. Secondly, three members of Lothian's Radio Society, GM3HAM, will explain how they organise and operate these hilltop events in the Scottish borders. The club has made a short professional film capturing their 2023 VHF National Day uh, Field Day weekend. They'll show clips of that and an old cine film to show how it, how this list looked from a technical standpoint at a much earlier club competition event in, 19, in the 1970s. This will be a great evening, so put it in your diary and be inspired. You can watch and ask questions live on the RSGB YouTube channel or special BATC channel. Go to rsgb.org under webinars to find out more. The RSGB has made two safeguarding announcements. Firstly, the Society's safeguarding policy has been revised in line with modern practices, and you can find that on the RSGB website. Secondly, if your club relies on the RSGB's affiliated club insurance for activities that may have a safeguarding requirement, it's important that you're aware of the conditions in Section 10 of that insurance. You can find the insurance details in the club portal, your club portal on the RSGB website. 
The Radio Society of Harrow is running a one-day classroom-style foundation course on Saturday the 23rd of March at its venue in Watford. If you know anyone who'd like to join the course, please tell them to email brian, g3ykb, at g3ykb at yahoo.co.uk. There'll be an optional extra session on the morning of the 24th. Following complaints from some members, the RSGB has investigated a problem with non-delivery of Radcom on Guernsey and the Isle of Man. It seems that following changes at Royal Mail, the labelling requirement for these copies was incorrectly applied by the printers, and these copies didn't go through the postal system correctly. The Society is sorry that this error has occurred and apologised for any inconvenience. It has, of course, asked its printers to ensure that no repetition of this problem and the printer has paid for the two missing copies to be sent to each RSGB member in those areas. If your Radcom doesn't arrive in future, please email the RSGB membership team via membership at rsgb.org.uk so they can send a replacement and track any further problems. Those who enjoy construction... Uh, constructing and operating with low-power devices uh, will be interested to know that a QRP conference is taking place in Rennes in the northwest of France on the 18th of May. The event will include lectures and demonstrations and will be an ideal opportunity for the exchange of information between like-minded amateurs. The organisers are putting together a programme of speakers and are looking for contributors on every aspect of low-power design, construction and operation. To read about more about attending and contributing, visit tinyurl.com forward slash qrpconf. You may need to set your web browser to translate the web page from French to English. Now for details of rallies and events, the Extra Radio and Electronics Rally is taking place today, Sunday the 3rd of March, from 10am to 1pm. The event is being held at America Hall, Pinho, EX48PX. For more information, contact Pete, G3ZVI 07714198374, or email G3ZVI at yahoo.co.uk. The Hack Green Radio Surplus Hangar Sale takes place on Sunday the 10th of March. Venues the Hack Green Secret Bunker at Nantwich in Cheshire, CW58AL. The event will include the sale of electronics, equipment, amateur gear, components, military radio items and vehicle spares. For more information, contact coldwar at hackgreen.co.uk or visit hackgreen.co.uk. Callington Radio and Electronics Rally takes place on Sunday the 17th of March. The rally will be held at uh, Town Hall New Road, Kellington, Cornwall, PL 17 7BD from 7.30am until 2pm. Doors open from 10am. Entry will be £2 each but there's no charge for those under 16. A comprehensive selection of traders, clubs and, and societies will be present along with a bring-and-buy store and the usual excellent catering services. The venue has excellent disabled access, toilets, and there's ample car parking nearby. Tables are still available at £5 for the large size, 3 for the small. Booking is essential, so please contact Alistair, M0KRR, via email <coughs> at alistair.car or ker, K-E-R-R, figure 1, at btinternet.com, or by phone on 01503 Grantham Amateur Radio Club 
Grantham Amateur Radio Club Radio and Electronics Rally is going to be held on the 17th of March. The venue is the Grantham West Community Centre, Trent Road, Grantham, in Lincolnshire. The doors open from 9am to 1.30. An entry for buyers will be £3. Those under 16 will be f- get in free. There's a cost of £5 per table for sellers. Traders must book and pay in advance. The event will feature an RSGB bookstall, hot and cold refreshments, and a prize raffle. Ample free parking will be available. To reserve tables, contact rally at garc.org.uk. More information, visit the website. Pencoed and District Amateur Radio Club uh, Rally will take place on Sunday the 17th of March. The venue will be Sarn and Brinquill's uh, Social Club Sarn, Bridgeend, CF 329NY. Doors open for traders at 8 Tables cost £15, the entrance fees £2, no charge for those under 16. Doors open to the public at 10 and refreshments will be available. Disabled access available via a chairlift. To book your tables, please contact Lewin Jones on 07791 709691. Special event news, members of the Newfoundland-based Grassroots Amateur Radio Club, VO1GRC, are active as VO1TAP until the 18th of March, QSL via Logbook of the World and EQSL. The call sign commemorates the anniversary of the USS Truxton and USS Pollock's naval disaster that occurred off the coast of Newfoundland on the 18th of February 1942. Members of the Zurich City Police Radio Amateur Club, HB9SP, are active on the HF bands as HS20SP throughout 2024 to celebrate their club's 20th anniversary. QSO will be uploaded to Logbook of the World, Clublog and QRZ.com. Please don't send any cards via the Bureau. Now for DX News, um, UVA DL8 EUD is active as V31KO from Belize in Central America. Until the 6th of March, he's operating SSBCW and FT8. On the 160-6 metre bands, QSL via DL8UD, directly or via the Bureau. A group of intrepid amateurs is active as part of the H40WA, the expedition to Timotu province, OC065, in the Solomon Islands. Until the 7th of March, listen for activity from up to six stations on the 160-6 metre bands using CW, SSB and FT8. QSL M0URX's OQRS page. Contest news 144 and 432 megs contest started at 1400 UTC on Saturday the 2nd of March and ends at 1400 UTC today the 3rd of March. Using all modes on the 2 metre and 70 metre 70 SEMS band, the exchange's signal report serial number and locator. Today the 3rd, today the 3rd, the UK Microwave Group Low Band Contest runs from 1000 UTC to 1600 UTC. All modes on the microwave band, the exchanges, signal report, serial number and locator. Today the 3rd, the Worked All Britain 80 metre contest runs from 1800 to 2200 UTC. Please note this is SSB only and exchanges, signal report, serial number and Worked All Britain area. All entries need to be with the contest manager by the 13th of March. Full contest rules are available on, on the Worked All Britain website at worked-all-britain.org.uk. The ARRL International DX contest started at 0000 UTC on Saturday the 2nd of March 
and ends at 2359 UTC today the 3rd, using SSB on the 160-10m to 10 meter bands where permitted. The exchanges signal report and transmitter power. American stations send their state, Canadian stations send their province. On Monday the 4th, the 80 meter Club Championship runs 2000 to 2130 UTC, PSK 63 and Ritty on the 80 meter band, the exchange's signal report and serial number. The Commonwealth contest starts at 1000 UTC on Saturday the 9th of March and ends at 1000 UTC on Sunday the 10th of March. Using CW on the 80 to 10 meter bands where contests are allowed, the exchange's signal report and serial number HQ station send HQ. On Tuesday the 5th, the 144 MHz FM activity contest runs 1900 to 1955 UTC using FM on the 2 meter bands, the exchange of signal report serial number and locator. Also Tuesday, the, 40, the 144 MHz UK activity contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC, all modes on the 2 meter band, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator. On Wednesday the 6th, 144 MHz FT8 activity 4-hour contest runs from 1700 to 2100 UTC, FT8 on the 2-meter band, the exchanges report and 4-character locator. Also Wednesday the 6th, 144 MHz FT8 activity 2-hour contest runs from 1900 to 2100 UTC, FT8 on the 2-meter band, the exchanges is report and 4-character locator. Stations entering the 4-hour contest can also enter the 2-hour contest. Wednesday the 6th, the UK and Ireland Contest Club contest um, it runs from 2000 to 2100 UTC. It's SSB on the 80 meter band. The exchange is your six character locator. Now for the radio propagation report. Activity region five. Uh, sorry, activity region 3590, uh, which was one of the large sunspot groups that threatened us with solar flares and coronal mass ejections, or CMEs, has now moved to the sun's limb and is no longer a threat. Region 3590 was potentially dangerous, but ultimately wasn't too bad. They continue to write, Yes, we had flares, but they were only minor C-class and M-class events. Three recent CMEs, which will all probably miss Earth, but with a risk of some glancing influence, are most likely to have arrived by this weekend, ending the 3rd of March. However, older region 3576 will begin to turn into view off the southeast limb, by the end of today, the 3rd, the KP index rose to 4.67 during one three-hour period on Tuesday, the 27th of Feb, but the disturbance was short-lived and HF propagation wasn't too badly affected. Speaking of which, there have been some good HF openings to the Pacific area over the last week. Spotted have been 3D2AG in Fiji on the 17-metre band, VK on the 10-metre band, and the H40WA Temutu de-expedition to the Solomon Islands. This latter de-expedition has mostly been spotted on FT8 Fox and Hounds made in the UK. Mode in the UK, I'm sorry, on the Fox and Hounds 
Falcons and Hounds mode in the UK. The maximum usable frequency or MUF is over a 3,000 kilometre path still remains above 28 megs during the day, with MUFs over 14 to 15 megs night. So as we head into March and towards the spring equinox, HF is still looking good. Next week, NOAA predicts the solar flux index will be in the range of 165 to 170. The KP index is predicted to be 2 all week, but that's suspect and dependent on coronal mass ejections or a lack of them. At this point of the cycle, anything could happen. With six or seven active regions visible, the risk of a flare and CME remains relatively high. Now for VHF and up. The overall weather pattern remains very unsettled with further active lows and weather fronts crossing the country. There will also be periods with stronger winds and it may be cold enough for some wintry weather, especially over northern hills. The upshot of all this is that tropo will again be a rarity, but rain scatter may offer some comfort to those on the gigahertz band. Later in the coming week, high pressure will strengthen over Norway, and this will produce quite strong winds over the North Sea and eastern UK, and perhaps encourage paths to the east, but it's probably marginal at best in terms of tropo. The prospects for aurora and meteor scatter are not especially reliable, but it was encouraging to hear of some digital activity on the 6-metre band early in the week to South Africa and Lesotho. This was probably the result of a trans-equatorial propagation, or TEP, as suggested in last week's news. In fact, the spring period is fairly good time to listen for TEP, timed between the decay of the Southern Hemisphere summer sporadic E season and the start of the Northern Hemisphere summer sporadic E season. It's well worth checking for similar activity during March for paths to the Southern Hemisphere via TEP. Signals can be strong enough for SSB or CW modes, but it's not ex- so it's not exclusively a digital mode thing. For EME operators, moon declination drops to minimum on Tuesday. Path losses are past their peak now and falling until perigee on Sunday the 10th. 144 meg sky noise is moderate to high, reaching a peak over 2,500 Kelvin on Tuesday the 12th. That's it from the propagation team for this week, and that's all from me until next week.